Hello and welcome to Real Speak Real English with Andrew. English in context. If you've got an intermediate to advanced level of English, you will benefit from this podcast totally in English. You're going to learn idiomatic expressions, phrasal verbs, grammar, and vocabulary, all completely in context with Andrew, the most patient English teacher on the internet. Hello, 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 and welcome to the latest episode. Now, this one is designed to be quite challenging. If you can fly through this <laughs> and understand it all in one go, then you've already got a very high level of English, and this should help you use context to, to reach the next level. If you can't fly through it, then don't worry. Listen to it again and again. Maybe take a pen and paper and write down some of the ideas, some of the expressions you hear in context in this recording so that you can understand it and move yourself up to the next level in English. It's a story that I've written. I hope you find it interesting. As always, it took me a long time to write this and this time I've actually written the story before I record it. Normally, I don't use any kind of guide, any kind of um, Word document or Google Doc or anything like that. I just have a, you know, a list of words, a list of expressions, a list of the grammar points that I want to use in context. But this time I actually prepared this one. So I hope you really enjoy this. And without further ado, without further waiting, Without procrastinating anymore, let's get into it. This one is called Someone Stole My Car. I woke up that morning at six, as usual. I went downstairs, had a coffee and had breakfast. Then I had a shower and got dressed. I went down the stairs, grabbed my keys and went outside. There was something missing on the drive. My car. It was gone. Someone had stolen my car. They had taken it during the night. I had the keys in my hand. The black keys with the Ford logo. My pride and joy was gone. Someone had taken it. I was amazed, perplexed and furious. The feeling was something I find difficult to describe. Mixed emotions, but overall... A feeling of devastation. I had looked after my car. I had travelled through eight or nine countries in it. I had had that car for nearly a decade. I had bought it when it was new and now it had been taken. First things first, I just had to call the police to report the theft. I had the keys in my hand. How had they taken it? Why hadn't I heard the alarm go off? There were too many questions, but I needed answers. I phoned the police. I got a report number, a crime number from them. I also had to phone the insurance company. They would have to pay me if the car had been destroyed or if it was never found. I had a busy day planned. I had booked the day off work, annual leave, holiday. I had planned to have my hair cut. I had planned to have a tooth taken out, an extraction. I had also made arrangements to have the car washed at the local car wash. None of that could happen now as I had no means of transport. I lived in a rural area. 
I had been living there for a number of years, that's why I had taken care of my car. It had been well maintained. The car had always been serviced or maintained by the local garage, as and when it had been necessary. They had always done a good job and had kept me informed of any potential problems with the car. I had always acted on their advice and they had always repaired the car when it had been necessary. Now I felt as though I had been abandoned. I was stranded with no means of transport. I couldn't have my hair cut. I couldn't have the tooth extracted. That was the thing that made me angry. My tooth had been hurting for weeks and I had taken the first opportunity, the first appointment that my dentist had had available. Then I had booked a day off work. Furthermore, as my car had been stolen, I didn't have to take it to the car wash appointment. So it wasn't even nine o'clock and it had been one of the most frustrating days of my life. My car had been stolen by some low-life idiot. The police told me that the car would probably not be found. The thieves will have escaped, they said. I wasn't being told what I wanted to hear. Police trace stolen vehicles. Stolen vehicles are traced by the police, I thought to myself. The police are laughing at me. I am being laughed at by the police. The thieves are laughing at me. I am being laughed at by the thieves. I was getting angry and frustrated. I needed to have another coffee. I needed to go inside my house and calm down. Someone stole my car. My car was stolen. And on my drive too. I was not happy. I drank my coffee and began to think. Why had I been angry with the police? The police officer had helped me. I was being helped. But someone was driving my car. My car was being driven by someone. And it wasn't being driven by me. The police will find my car, I thought. My car will be found. I had waited in the house for a couple of hours. I had cancelled my appointments. Now I had nowhere to go. I just had to wait. I had been waiting a couple of hours and had received no phone calls, no information. The police called. My car had been found. They had located it some 70 kilometres away. It had no petrol left and had been found at the side of a road. The thieves had taken it away. It's not too easy to disguise a green and black Ford Mustang. There had not been too many of them in the country at that time. The thieves had also been caught by the police. They had been walking back to the car with a can of petrol. They had wanted to continue the journey. They had told the police that they hadn't wanted to keep the car, that they had every intention of returning it. They had wanted to experience a true muscle car and they had only been on a joyride. That is to say they had taken the car with no intention of stealing it. They just wanted to drive it. They should have hired one. Had they hired a car, they would not have attracted the police and I would not have had such a terrible morning. My car was returned and I had my pride and joy back. It had not been damaged in any way. Some petrol had been used, but no other problems were there. I had been so angry, nervous and frustrated 
but now my car had been returned. The police had helped. I would have to move to a house with a private garage. I would have to get somewhere to keep my car. I would have to take greater care. It could have happened to anyone, but it had happened to me. At least the car was back. I had appointments to keep. I rearranged them. I had to have my hair cut. It was getting too long. I had to have the extraction. I'd been in pain for too long. I was supposed to go to the car wash to have the car cleaned. I decided to clean the car myself. It had to be cleaned. It had become dirty. I had decided to myself I would not have the car cleaned. I would do it. It had been an awful, terrible morning, but the police had helped and it had worked out okay in the end. I locked the car and went back into the house to have a drink of water. That was when I realised that the back door had been left open. I had left the door open all night. I looked in the kitchen and the spare key wasn't there. They had come in the house and had seen the spare key. They had taken it. That's how they had stolen the car. I was lucky that my laptop hadn't been taken. My Chromebook hadn't been stolen either. Nor had my guitars which were in the next room. I had my car back undamaged. Neither of my computers had been stolen. I still had my guitars. I had had a lucky escape. The thieves must have seen my back door was open. They must have climbed over the wall at the bottom of my garden. Well, now I have had a security light installed and I have had the wall made higher. So hopefully, if I ever leave the back door open at night again, I will not have anything stolen. I have learned my lesson. I won't leave the door open again. I will not give the, them the opportunity to steal my property again. I will not be stolen from in the future. Okay, I hope you have enjoyed that story. I do not have, nor ever have had, a green and black Mustang. The whole story has been invented. <laughs> I am but a humble language teacher. I can't afford a Mustang. However, I would like to experience driving a Mustang. Perhaps when people access this story in the future, and it has been successful, I will have had the experience of driving the car of my dreams. But I won't have stolen one. I will have hired one. Maybe, just maybe, if real speak and these audio lessons are successful, I will have bought one. So, I hope you have enjoyed that story. I hope you found it easy to understand. And I hope that you can pop over to realspeak.uk, which is my website, and take a look round there at the other blogs and videos that I have and some of the information that's on that site. And if you really enjoy this audio, and perhaps you have, when I log into the computer in the morning, perhaps you will have had left me a small donation on the realspeak.uk website. I hope so. Nevertheless, until I write the next one of these, I will speak to you and you will hear from me next time. Bye-bye.
And thank you for listening to the end of this episode. As always, if you'd like to find the transcriptions, please visit our website, www.realspeak.uk. Or in the bottom of the podcast here, you can find the transcription too. And thank you for listening. Take care. See you next time.